When working on value in health and care, we have found there is nothing so important as language. Words are at least as important as numbers, and there are three main reasons. Firstly, people often use words and phrases but with different definitions. Secondly, the language we use determines the way we think and even the way the connections in our brain form networks. And thirdly, language shapes the way we feel. If we use positive language, then we feel better. These short podcasts are a discussion about our definition of a word or phrase. We encourage you to share and discuss the meanings with colleagues. That way you are developing a common language together. The word culture has many different meanings. Some people regard culture as referring to opera or ballet or something that a certain elite were interested in. But increasingly, it is being recognised that the culture of an organisation is the most important determinant of its success. And what we're learning from people who study leadership of organisations and from anthropologists is of the importance of culture. In an organisation, like a health service, there are three elements. A structure, a set of processes, and these processes might be to do with payment or employment, or they might be processes for managing people with stroke or heart attack, and the culture. Now, in a health service, and particularly in the NHS, most of the effort in the last 50 years has gone into the structure of the health service reorganising it. About 26 times in my 50-year career in the health service. And most of these structural reorganisations have made no difference at all. Gandhi is attributed with the saying that there's no structure that can make bad people behave well, but the wrong structure can make good people behave badly. And we've seen plenty of examples of that. There has been some focus on process, but very little in culture, except when things go wrong. And uh, in the Francis report, for example, the culture of the organisations were identified as one of the main causes. Now, what do we mean by the word culture in the organisational sense? Well, the guru is probably Edgar Schein. And he wrote a book called Culture and Leadership, and another one called The Corporate Culture Survival Guide. And his definition is that culture is the shared tacit assumptions of a group that it has learned in coping with external tasks and dealing with internal relationships. Sometimes people say, well, it's the way we do things around here. Now, let's just think a little bit more about it. It's the tacit assumptions or the unspoken assumptions. But there has to be something that's spoken or written. It might be the mission statement. And the culture determines the way people behave. So there are behaviours that we'd look for. So if you're going to look for a new job, you would read the website and the mission statement but then you would look around you and think, what, what behaviours are there? So, for example, if a healthcare organisation is very committed to value, then 
You wouldn't expect to see them wasting lots of resources, bringing back people to clinics for whom there was no benefit. So there are behaviours. And then there are things called artefacts that Shine writes about. What would you look to see if you were going to look at a healthcare organisation? And it might be there's a bike rack close to the front door. It might be that the patient toilets appear to be less clean than the staff toilets. Although the mission of the organisation, its culture, is that we value patients highly. So there are ways of learning about culture, and there are ways of changing culture. And one way to change culture is about the language. If, for example, people start using the word stewardship, it changes how they think and feel. So it may be necessary to introduce new words to change the culture, or it may be necessary to stop using old words. For example, bed blockers, to refer to older people whose discharge is delayed through no fault of their own. So culture. Culture is the most important determinant of success of an organisation. Culture changes when organisations merge or when a new organisation is set up, But in a stable organisation, culture can also be changed. And what's also agreed by the experts who write about leadership and management is that leadership is responsible for shaping the culture and then managers work within the culture. So, welcome to culture. It's not just about opera and ballet. It's the factor that determines the success of an organisation or the lack of success of an organisation.